Welcome to Death Do Us Part Podcast, hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. What up, y'all? Hey. Hey. I'm scratchy. You are a little scratchy. Damn it. Well, we are back from Columbus, Ohio. We got back like an hour ago. Yeah, we got Mm -hmm. back like an hour ago and decided to record. Mm -hmm. That's that's how we do. That's what's up. That's how we do. Mm. So this one... um, if you were at the convention, which um, one of our listeners, Monica, all the way from Pittsburgh, Hell yeah. drove in to see us, mm-hmm. uh, she has already heard this because this is the episode we did yesterday, but it was only for the live crowd. We yeah. did not record it. It wasn't really an episode per se. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, first night we learned we didn't have enough time. We had to cut a lot of stuff out, so um, we we learned. So we just we decided not to record yesterday, which was so much better because there was so much interaction. Yeah, because I was like, listen, while I'm talking, while I'm telling the story, if you guys have questions, ask questions, shout shit out, like let's make it a discussion board. And they did; they were great. Yeah. So yeah, it was cool. I it would have been nice if a little bit more people were there. Yeah. Um, the whole convention overall, like Friday night, I was dead. I couldn't believe it. Like compared to the, like fan expo in Chicago Mm -hmm. and C2E2, like it's butts, it's butts to nuts. Saturday though, during the day was super busy. Yesterday, Saturday night was somewhat busy. Like I went to get a beer before we went up at seven o'clock and they were out of beer. Yeah. So, I mean, it, at some point it it died off. It, yeah, it, it died did. off. It, I, I was kind of surprised. I wonder how many people they had for Drunk Tetris. Yeah. Probably not a lot. Drunk Tetris was at midnight. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. We should have. I mean, if I, I can't stay up that late. If so. they had beer still. Yeah. <laughs> me and Monica would have stayed. But if it was earlier than that, we definitely would have fucking oh, done that. But, I mean, we down. needed. I need beer to get drunk. I can't do Drunk Tetris without, without being beer. drunk. Yeah. So... And now you're besties with wrestler Ruby Soho. I am. I, I do want to be her bestie. Sh- chit-chatting yeah. up a storm. So I do want her to be uh, my bestie. <laughs> so if you're listening to this. Yeah, she uh, she might be a listener now. And Jax Googled her birth name. We'll say birth name instead of real name. Yeah. Dude, it's just as good as Ruby Soho. It is. So I want I want to be besties with her. Yeah. I do. She could dye my hair. Yeah, she was as cool as could be. She really was. Personable. She remembered Jax the next day. Personable? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We went back the next day so Jax could see Britt Baker. Yeah, his little girlfriend. Who was sitting next to Ruby Soho. So we met Ruby Soho Friday night and, you know, he got her autograph and and stuff like Mm. that. And she she was great. And then we went back Saturday, Jax and I, to meet Britt Baker. And... Ruby Soho legit remembered Jax. Like he was walking past and she's like, hi, Jackson, and waved at him. And yep. we were both like, what the shit? <laughs> so then he he triple dog dared me to go invite her to our live podcast. Yeah. So. Which she said if she, she wasn't, wasn't at the booth yet. She wasn't at her booth signing. So, but yeah. She was, so. I would like her long, to be long. my bestie so she could dye my hair. Mm, yeah. yeah, she does have pretty cool ass hair mm-hmm. i might kept, cut my hair like that just let it all grow back mm-hmm. she's shaved shot. underneath yeah she is so yeah i don't uh, know what the fuck my hair's doing yeah you, it's, uh, you won't let me cut it again so because i can't decide if i want to cut it again or grow it out well, it's getting to that, that that's why i'm buying where, wide headbands yeah you're you're gonna have to decide because it's at the that sides point, are sticking but, up yep yeah it's great. I grow it out. You had fun while it was short. I did. But I miss my hair. Yeah. I get so. it. The, just like me. When I cut my hair off. Oh, four seconds later, you were like, fuck, se- man, I should have done that. Dude, not even three seconds. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck did I just do? Mm-hmm. Two years growing my hair out. Finally had long hair. Now I shaved it into a buzz. I'm a fucking idiot. No, you know what, though? It, like, you needed to. It, it was, it was nappy. <clears throat> it was nappy. It was dead, and yeah, it was nappy. Yeah. 
So, yeah. But now you start from scratch. I, oh, I am. It's just like most of my hair. I'm just starting and from it's, scratch. it's growing fast. I now know <laughs> what my real hair color is. Right. Didn't know before. Couldn't uh, remember. Yep. So, uh, side note really quick before I forget. I um I want to, everybody who's reached out um in regards to Heather, you guys are amazing. I am setting up the Venmo. It's going to be done tonight. So, I will put the link in our discussion group. So everybody has the link to it. Awesome. So, tizzle. Awesome. That was my only statement. Yeah, we appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Like I said, you guys are our family too. So, you know, we got to yeah. look out for one one of one one another. Yeah. We got to take care of each other. She texted me the other day and said that she was looking for her phone, holding her phone, using it as a flashlight. And I was like, "Ma'am, that's a Tuesday." For me, like that's not, I was holding Jackson when I was saying, where's Jackson before we crossed the street? And he's like, ma, ma, ma. I was holding him. He was on my hip. What's the point of the story? I'm just saying like she thought she was having a bad day because she was looking for her phone with her phone. Oh. And I'm like, I do that shit all the fucking time. that's, you missed that whole point in the beginning. Oh. You just said she was using her phone as a flashlight. To find her phone. You didn't say that. I did say that. Oh, well, then I missed it. Yeah, because you don't pay attention. Okay. So, I'm saying, though, that's normal. It's normal for me. I got you. So. Yeah. But we got to, like I said, we got to take care of each other. Yeah. You guys are our family, so. So, yeah, I'll have it up. Man, you're really hitting that vape today. Can you shut up? You're sucking the guys, shit out of that. five fucking days in a goddamn car in a hotel room. Oh, I was not. Oh, you know. Come get your boy. I got sick. Oh, my God. (laughs) I had leftover. What was it? Little Caesars. Domino's. Domino's. And I got food poisoning fucking bad Friday night. I have not slept in three days. (laughs) You? It has been. What about me? I was the one puking all fucking night. I'm sorry. And then you slept all day the next day. And then you slept all night last night. I, I got sick again last night. One too. time. And then you went back to sleep and snored happily for the next nine hours. Uh, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I was bad, though. <laughs> oh I got sick fucking bad. That hit me. You, it hit me hard and it hit me fast. You were like, help me. Help me. And I'm like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Right. What do you want me to do? I can't make you stop I puking. Like, I, I don't know what to do. I was like, let like, me get you a fucking rag for your neck. That's the best I can do here. And uh, then stand in the corner and plug my fucking ears. And that's what Jax did, too. He fucking plugged his ears. He's like, Dad, please stop throwing up. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I'm sorry. And then those of you who have kids know that the Fortnite live event oh, was yesterday. Oh, God. So I, I was literally up till three watching shit float by on a screen with Jack. if i don't have to hear anything about Fortnite mm. for the next like few yeah. days and then but well, it, it's still like it just happened so you know yeah you're you get to go to work and then i'll be oh. at home listening to Fuck this shit you i've had him the last two days i spent my morning trying to figure out how to get the thing to fucking download still while it was turned off because he's like mom we have to get late checkout we can't leave i can't unplug this <laughs> So I legitimately went downstairs and asked if they had late checkout, which that that hotel does not offer on certain days because they only have like housekeeping staff till a certain time. Right. So she's like, I can give you till noon. I was like, perfect. It's something. So, dude, the next couple of days I am going to be in hell. I'm going to be calling you from work. Motherfucker. I am shutting my phone off. Bring home Jack. Nope. Shut him phone off. Bring home Jack Daniels Mm -mm. for me. Jack or Jameson, something. Nope. The fucking Shut my phone off. The fucking pain. Yeah. So. It was a... Uh, but it, it was a cool, cool trip overall. It was. It was, it was nice little, to get away. A little rough. I little, want the car. Yeah, the, the car was amazing. Yeah, I'm really amazing. Like the hybrid. I don't Who think it's hybrid. I think it's hybrid. Hybrid. Not bread. Like hybrid. loaf of bread. Hi, Brad. Yeah, I need to figure out where to go plug that fucker in, though. I know yeah. Mariano's you can. Dude, that's... Yeah. That was a badass ride. It was. Even though it was a minivan. Still. Oh, it was badass. I don't care. I feel I'll, like... I'll drive around a minivan. It would be, it would be a good a business decision 
if we keep going to these conventions and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. That's all I got. Mm. So, mm-hmm. like I said, today is going to be a repeat of what we did for the live event. So, it's going to be new to listeners, though. Yeah. Except for Monica. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, today. One, why don't you explain yeah. what we're uh, going to do? So, we're going to do uh, the disappearance of Brian Schaefer. Now, we did this one because he went missing in Columbus uh, about two blocks away from our hotel. Right. So, our hotel was literally right by Ohio State. And this is, he went to Ohio State. And Ohio State is fucking huge. 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 I was not aware of it. Their Mm-mm. football stadium, holy fuck. Yeah. It's big. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. All all of Columbus was really nice. Yeah. Real nice downtown area. I, it was. I was pretty impressed. So. so that's why we picked him, though, because, I mean, it was literally in Columbus. Right. So. Right. Um, all right. So. Yeah. Why don't, why don't right. you start? Uh, Brian Randall Schaefer was born on February 25th, 1979 to parents Randy and Renee. He was raised in Pickerington, Ohio, which is a suburb of Columbus, and had a younger brother named Derek. Uh, we, do, we don't know a lot about his childhood. We know he graduated high school in 1997, uh, and from there he did go to Ohio State University. Uh, he graduated with a degree in microbiology six years later. Whoa. And uh, immediately after that, in 2004, he enrolled in Ohio State University College of Medicine, which I really wanted to get like a Wexner College t-shirt, but I didn't. A what? A Wexner, the medical center. So there he met uh, fellow medical student Alexis Wagner in the fall of 2005. She was also a second year med student looking to specialize in obstetrics. What is that? Babies babies no thank you no forget that i did not want to participate in the birth of my own children yeah. let alone somebody else's yeah, forget that you know a friend of More mine power though, to you. yeah just became uh a labor and delivery nurse and she fucking loves it really she loves it hmm. i would be thrilled if she walked in and i was birthing a baby but i mean yeah she i don't it's gross so on march 31st of 2006 Classes at Ohio State, um, that was the last day of classes before spring break started. So Brian and Alexis had a trip to Miami planned mm-hmm. within the next couple of days. It was a gift from his mom. Brian was pretty close with his mom. She was actually a nurse who inspired him to go to medical school. So uh, Alexis, along with friends and family, believed that Brian was going to be proposing in Miami. Mm. nobody knows you know there's no proof of purchase of a ring or anything like that it was just kind of everybody suspected so Mm -hmm. uh places like miami always appealed to brian because he loved the idea of the relaxed lifestyle Mm. but but he's coming a doctor yeah so despite wanting to be a doctor his true ambition was to start a band Jimmy Buffett style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. So he probably got the music side from his dad, um, who graduated with a bachelor's in music education from Capital University. Uh, Brian was also a huge fan of Pearl Jam. Yeah. He actually had the stick figure from their debut album, Alive, really? tattooed on his right bicep. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I and would never do that. But. No, no. They they ended up talking about him at a couple concerts, though. So. Oh, really? Yeah, they did. So, wow. Um, so in March of 2006, three weeks before Brian went missing, his mom died. Ooh. She died of. Hang on, I gotta look a little closer. Myelodysplasia, which is a rare uh, blood cancer. Mm-hmm. Her fight with the disease was intense and very short Mm -hmm. so they knew she had it and she did not last long after being diagnosed but it was still very sudden you know like like my dad he had cancer but he wasn't like sick if that makes sense like he didn't look like a cancer patient so you know right um her death absolutely devastated brian so now his mom passes and he has finals 
for medical school. No pressure. Yikes. Yeah, no pressure. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. So um, on the 31st, Brian wrapped up all of his finals and was really ready to start spring break. Um, him and Alexis were really looking forward to Miami. They both needed the break. Alexis was a little worried about Brian. He'd made a couple kind of odd comments to her um, in the in the previous three weeks since his mom passed. Yeah. One of them, he wanted her, he, he said, just go away with me. Let's just go away. Let's just leave. Let's go. Yeah. Um, and then he told her a couple days prior to this that um, he told her to go find somebody new because he wasn't handling his mom's death well and it wasn't something that Alexis should have to deal with. That's sad. Yeah, it's very sad. Jeez. So, um, <clears throat> so now on this night, Alexis was actually at her parents' house in Toledo. So Brian was really left to his own devices, which was probably not a good idea because you guys are stupid. Uh, Come on. You're stupid. Yeah, I know we are. So he made plans <laughs> no to, to get fr- to get drinks with his uh, former roommate and friend, William Florence, who went by the name of Clint. What? Yeah, I'm still confused on how you get that. It's not his middle name. I looked it up. Yeah, I, I'm still confused I don't, on no. how, how you get that. And why would you pick Clint? Do you know how much, how, like, people have to something. really enunciate and really think about it, or you're going to be called Clit for the rest of your fucking life. Well, like, yeah, true. But, like, if you're just going to pick a random name, I'm going to be Rambo. I'm going to be I, Dragon. Seriously. Or Night Nighthawk. Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> you have to call me Dragon. I, I mean, I, I just feel like there's better choices out there. Yeah. So before he uh, was going to go have drinks, he had dinner with his dad. Uh, his dad took him out to Outback Steakhouse to kind of celebrate, you know, the end of spring break and or the beginning of spring break and the end of finals and stuff. So Randy noticed at dinner that Brian, he really looked and acted exhausted. Mm-hmm. And he knew that Brian had been pulling all-nighters and constantly studying for the last couple of weeks for finals. Yeah. So between that and... His mom, he really wasn't sleeping a whole lot. Yeah. Which I get it, you know. Yeah. So Randy really didn't think that Brian should go out that night, but Brian's 27 and pretty past the point of dad being able to tell him what to do. So he didn't even, yeah, he didn't even bring it up. He just, he kept his opinions to himself. So uh, Brian and Clint were essentially planning a two man bar crawl. Yeah. So Brian had invited his... two-man, though. Yeah, it was just the two of them. uh... So Brian had invited his brother Derek, but um, Derek already had plans to go to Funny Bone, which was a local comedy club, with girlfriend Morin. I I think it's Morin. I don't know if it's a typo, and it should be Lauren. Yeah. Either way, Lauren, Morin. I apologize. Lauren, Morin. I mean, I've never heard a lot of names that come up now, so... Um, Later on in the night, Brad would again ask Derek if they wanted to come along, but he said the comedy show ran late, um, and the two of them weren't really looking to hang out at the bar, so they just really opted to go home instead. Uh, Derek would say that this decision uh, has haunted him since that day. So between 9 and 9.30, Brian met Clint at the Ugly Tuna Saluna. Yes, which is the best bar name ever. I found. I found it. Yep. I didn't go in it because I uh, was, was looking scared. for Target. No, I was looking for Target. And I was mad I couldn't find a parking spot for Target. But I don't even think it was open. It was like 9.30. Oh, really? Yeah. Because oh. he was sleeping. That's why he didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So they met at the Ugly Tuna Saluna, which was a bar in the South Campus Gateway Complex on High Street in Columbus. Um, it was a college bar. They had gotten in trouble several times for serving underage kids, over-serving people, noise complaints. It was one of those bars. Yeah. Like a great fucking time. One right. of those bars. <laughs> so, exactly. Um, at 9.56, Brian calls Alexis. Um, he tells her he loves her and confirms their plans to leave for Miami the upcoming Monday. Uh, they chatted a little bit before hanging up, and he went back to hanging out. Now... With Ugly Tuna Saluna, it's important to remember, um, it's located on the second floor of a building. There was a bar on the bottom floor, and the only way to get to it was through with escalators. 
There's no stairs. Weird. There's no elevator. There's there's escalators. Isn't that kind of weird? Yeah, and the escalators go straight up to the entrance of the bar. Wow. So there's one way in. There's one way out. Fancy. That's it. Yeah. I um, hate escalators. Oh my god. I just I feel like oh. I'm gonna get sucked in. I'm terrified of them. Decapitated. Do you remember in New York the subway the the escalator into the subway? No. Oh, you don't remember that? No. So I was our our brother-in-law Lou was standing in front of me, and he we make fun of each other. That's that's our that's how we talk to each other. That's just how it is. And I put my head in his shoulder, and he's like, "I can't even make fun of you." He's like, "You are shaking," and I was like, "I'm so scared right now. I'm so scared." It was like a fucking ninety degree angle. Oh yeah. See, you're lucky that you don't remember it. Yeah, I'm glad. I, I don't do. I was like, "I'm I'm gonna take the stairs." And Pop was like, you're going to take the stairs? I was like, I can't do this. Later, cry. It's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I just feel like I'm going to get sucked out. Oh, it's so bad. So uh, after a few drinks at the Ugly Tuna Saluna, the two men headed south towards the arena district. Uh, they stopped at several places along the way. Uh, oh, you know what I found out, by the way? The mm. arena district is the convention center. Oh, is it really? Yeah, so, um, so Ugly Tuna Saluna used to be on... High Street, which was when we came out of the convention center last night yeah. and we turned left. Yeah. We turned onto High Street. Okay. So the arena, because it's also called the National Arena Convention yeah. Center or some shit. So yeah. the arena district is the convention, like around the convention oh, center. So okay. um, they stopped at several places along the way Lucky Stout House, Brew Dog, Local Bar, which is the name of it, which is awesome. Um, Odd, just local bar. Just local bar. That's the name oh, of it. That's genius. Which is amazing. That's genius. Um, Odd Fellows Liquor Bar, Short North, and Brothers Bar and Grill. So per Clint, they did a shot of hard liquor at every bar before moving on to the next. All right. So between on, where they started and where they ended. So they started at Ugly Tuna and they ended at Short North or North Short. I don't know which one it is, but I saw the storage unit that said Short North, so that's what I went with. Um, I saw that too, driving yeah. back. It was so the distance between the two is one point six miles. Okay. Which, what? Why are you walking? I mean, I get oh, yeah. that's the point of a pub crawl and yeah, stuff, I but see, I see what you're saying. That's, yeah. That's a that's a haul. Yeah. So it should have taken a half an hour. They didn't get to. Um, uh, short North until after midnight. So oh, really? it took them like three hours. So I'm pretty sure they did more than just a single shot Dude. at the bars. So um, so a little after midnight. Or they are just getting lost yeah. fucking walking. Um, it's this way. Nah. Uh, we're so going that's, right. We would have fucking gotten lost. Oh, we would have mm-hmm. done that. No, we'd have fucking Ubered in between bars. Right. So they end up meeting with Clint's friend Meredith Reed uh, at the Short North. They, they had a couple drinks there, and then she drove all of them back to the Ugly Tuna to finish out the night. So at 1.15, Brian, Clint, and Meredith are seen by security cameras on the escalator to the entrance of the bar. Uh, once inside, they found a group of Clint's friends and went to hang out with them. At 1.55 a.m., Brian is seen on the security cameras outside of the bar, talking to two girls named Amber Ruick and Brighton Zatko. They were fellow students from Ohio State that Brian knew. So at one point, um, Brian and Brighton are alone for a very short amount of time. Yeah. Uh, according to Brighton, Brian was flirty and briefly kissed her on her neck, but nothing happened other than her putting her phone number in his phone. Mm. Um, I would fucking throat punch you. What, but, if I kissed your neck? No. if they, No, I meant the girl. Like, why Why are you putting your number in his fucking phone? You know he has a girlfriend. Yeah. Girl code. Don't do it. Yeah, true. So, on the, the security footage, it appears that Brian says goodbye. And he is seen walking back into the bar. This was the last time he was seen on camera. Uh, Brighton went inside also to use the bathroom, and when she came out, she didn't see Brian at all. Clint said that this is when he saw Brian again, and he told Clint that he was going up to the stage area to talk to the band. Now, it's been in a few sources that there was a band there that night. I can't confirm or deny 
I can't find anything saying there was a ban there. Really? So, I mean, I don't think it was... I mean, you got to think, too, those were like MySpace days. Yeah. So if they had like any kind of social media page, the bar probably would have been MySpace. Yep. And I couldn't find it. Okay. I did try, though. Um, Good job. So when Clinton... for effort. I tried, yeah. When Clinton Meredith started getting ready to leave, um, they couldn't find Brian. They called his phone, checked the bathrooms, checked really anywhere that they could check that he could be, didn't find him. So they eventually decided to just go wait outside. Uh, and a little after two, uh, Clinton and Meredith are seen on security footage leaving the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, they waited a bit, no Brian. So the two of them just assumed that he had walked home. Because it turns out he lives in an apartment on King Drive, which is like six blocks from the bar. Yeah. So it's possible. Um, they would both say, though, that Brian drunk wandering is a normal thing for him to do, <laughs> which, uh, okay, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. If you come with someone, you leave with someone. Yeah, that, that's not great if you're no. drunk wandering. Well, and crime was kind of on the, the uptick around this time okay. in the college area, really, of Columbus. Yeah. So you're just letting him fucking wander around all stupid? Yeah, that's not a great idea. No. Which one of the girls yesterday, she was so funny. She's like, God, what terrible friends. And I was like, no shit. Yeah. That is a shitty friend. Yeah. So here's the problem, though. Brian was never seen leaving the bar. Hmm. Ever. Okay. Now, the Ugly Tuna and multiple surrounding bars had multiple security cameras because of that crime uptick that was happening. Columbus also has the most security cameras out of any city in Ohio. Which blows my mind. Including Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Toledo combined. That blows my mind. There's a fucking camera every four inches, apparently. So... The police extensively searched surveillance footage, surveillance footage from uh, the Ugly Tuna to see any sign of Brian, but there wasn't any. And they did eventually make a statement um, saying, quote, everyone who entered the bar that night was accounted for, everyone except Brian. That's weird. So there's, like I said, there's one entrance, one way in, one way out. Right, the escalator. There's no employee entrance. So, like, when they take the garbage out and stuff, they're going down the escalator just like everybody else. Um, There was an emergency exit down on the main floor, but those doors normally go off, right? What are you doing? I had an itch under my watch. Sorry. Um, Those doors normally, like, alarm. Yeah. You know? So, it, it didn't alarm, obviously. Not to mention, to get to that emergency exit, he would have had to take the escalators. So they would have seen him. Yeah. So. All right. Sorry. And it. Yeah. That was um, loud as. Sorry. So there was a freight elevator to the back of the bar. Mm-hmm. That elevator was. It was closed because the exit, which wasn't really an exit, led out to a pretty um, extensive construction area. So it was closed. But was it working? <sighs> I did not see anything that said it was not working. Okay. But it was blocked off. Like you couldn't, you you yeah, shouldn't, you shouldn't off. have been able, right. If you're drunk, right. something blocked off. Right. Come on. Or an employee. Yeah. But so I, I couldn't find anything to say that it was broken. And I did look again after last night. Okay. I can't find anything to say it was broken, just that it was closed and blocked off. Hmm. That's it. So there was extensive construction going on right outside. And I know it was 2006, but the construction that was going on over the weekend, I mean, it's obscene. Yeah. And the roads are so small to get past. Like, it's, oh my God, it's obnoxious. So Ohio, you're slight turns are fucking. They're 95 degrees. 95 fucking death turns. Yeah, they are. 95 degree death turns. I finally got used to it on like day three. Oh my yeah. God, was it fucking scary. But like the construction, it's everywhere. Yeah. And it's it's literally like the houses in like the college district and stuff. They're kind of like butted up against each other. Yeah. So, and all the buildings are too. So if you're doing construction, I mean, you're it's inches literally from the building next to you. 
Um, I believe they were um, demolishing the building next door to the Ugly Tuna. Now, was it like a regular two-story or like a higher, like, two-story? No, it was a two-story. like four-story? No, no. It was a two-story. So could he have jumped? Can we get there? Okay. Jesus, babe. So... The construction site, the police said, um, quote, would have been confusing for Brian to navigate while inebriated. I myself would try and drive a tractor. We all know that I would. Yes. Obviously. Um, So that door, though, did not have a camera. But the construction area had several, and Brian was not on any of that footage. Um, The police recovered security footage from three of the surrounding bars, uh, Mad Max, Lucky Stout House, and... The Slappy Donkey. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking A right. God, these people who we came up with these names. shirts from there. I know. Um, do you think they were just like, Donkey, we got to come up with something with Donkey. Sloppy. This would be fucking great. And then one of them called the other sloppy. one Slappy, and they yeah. were like, oh, that's it. <laughs> we're yeah. geniuses. So none of, none of that footage showed Brian either. Uh, Now, on April 1st, Alexis comes home from Toledo around 2 p.m. and goes straight to Brian's apartment. His car's in the parking lot. Nothing in the apartment is out of place or missing. Uh, His bed was still made. So Alexis attempts to call him several times with no answer. She ended up staying at his apartment all weekend to see if maybe he would come home. Because at this point, you know, his dad was trying to get a hold of him. His brother was trying to get a hold of him. They all just kind of thought he was like drunk sleeping at a friend's house. Yeah. So when Brian missed his flight to Miami Monday morning, Alexis was like, okay, I like I have to call his dad. Something's yeah. not right. So Randy immediately called Derek and had Derek come check Brian's apartment. Um, and same thing. Didn't see anything out of place. Nothing was missing. His car was there. Nothing. So... Randy was like, well, fuck, you know, he ends up filing a missing persons report with the Columbus Police Department that day. So it would have been Monday. The so Saturday was the first Monday, the third. Um, so that this is about the time when all the when the police started collecting all the footage from the surrounding yeah. areas. So there were a few cameras that would take like still photos. Mm-hmm. But then there was a camera on one of the bars that would do like a panoramic across and it would move constantly so there's literally no way that he could have gotten out of this bar and not be seen right there's no way so the one thing that i found odd the police said he was seen on surveillance footage entering the bar at 115 and 155 there is no mention anywhere of brian leaving the bar between 115 and 155. That's so weird. So if he re-entered at 155, he had to have come out at some point. Obviously. They, they got him on camera coming out the first time, right? No, that's what I'm saying. There's no... Oh, like when they... So when him and Clint left? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So... Okay. Now... It could just be something that they didn't mention because, I I mean, obviously, if you're seen entering twice, you have to leave at some point in between. Or they didn't see him leaving because there was some sort of glitch in the cameras. One of the two had to have happened. Yeah, which could have. So if that's the case, though, was there a glitch again when he left the second time? If he left. And I wonder how good the camera system from the bar is. I mean, the pictures aren't bad. You can see there's still photos. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't show you these? No. Yeah. You don't have to show them to me. No, no. I know. I'm going to look for them, though. Because um, I was going to say, like, I, I've collected footage from bars. And, no, and these are these are pretty decent some pictures. Some don't even work. Some are VHS. Right. I mean, some, <laughs> you know, so. Uh, yeah, no, these are. kind of curious. How they're pretty decent, actually. Um, I mean, you can really, you can make out what he's wearing, what color it is. Um, same with Clinton Meredith when they leave. Yeah. So it's it's pretty it's pretty good. But why wouldn't you, I don't know, I guess if they're if they're they're so specific to say that he was seen entering both times, why wouldn't they say, Okay, well, 
you know, at one thirty, he walked out of the bar with the two girls. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I just, I find that weird. That is weird. Like were the tapes tampered with and you really didn't see him leaving in between that time? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but one of the other surrounding cameras would have at least picked him up. Well, if he, so if he walks, the entrance is like, okay, so here are the escalators. They go up. There's like almost like a foyer right here. And then the entrance to the bar is right here. So he was standing here. I can't see where you're pointing. He was standing in the corner of like the foyer talking to the two girls. So like he never left the building the first time as far as, well, as far as we know, he never did, but we don't. We don't have footage of him. Right. You know, at at 155, though, when he was seen re-entering the bar, he was re-entering through the entrance, but he was still inside the building. Yeah. So um, by the looks of his apartment, it's assumed he did not go home. Um, there was no bank or credit card activity and no outgoing calls on his cell phone. Uh, they ended up searching the area with dogs and found nothing. On April 10th of 1996, Crime Stoppers offers a $2,000 reward, and Ohio State College of Medicine offers a $5,000 reward. Wow. Now, Randy eventually ended up working with Crime Stoppers, mm-hmm. just in general for yeah. other cases and stuff. So yeah. um, they did get a tip that came in about Brian being seen at a convenience store. Police went, looked at the footage, wasn't him. Mm-hmm. So on May 11th of 2006, Police are called uh, after someone kicks in the door to Brian's apartment. Okay. They called Alexis to see if anything was missing. And when she got there, she said that there was a TV, a TV missing and a couple of DVDs. And that's it. That's it. Sounds like a college kid. I mean, it sounded, he lived by himself, so he uh, probably didn't have a shitty apartment. Yeah. You took DVDs? It, College kids. I know, but still. Aren't you stealing for money? Yeah. If you're a college kid, though, you're going to grab whatever you could grab. I mean, that's... Again, I just feel like there were better options. There are, but if you're not a fucking career burglar, if you're just a shithead fucking college kid... You're going to look for porn. Yeah. Hmm. Or die hard. I would I would fucking steal that. <laughs> right. Which, by the way, we didn't confirm that. I don't. I think it's a hoax. You think so? Yeah. I okay. Read it's a hoax. Ah. Oh, okay. We got an alert on the way home that Bruce Willis died. Yeah. So, but now I guess it's a hoax. So it's a hoax. Um. I, I think so. That's what I read on. Okay. So now a neighbor's door was also kicked in. This uh, apparently led police to believe that it wasn't a targeted attack towards Brian. But just, you know, random. Yeah. However, they never disclose any information about the neighbor's apartment. Was there anything stolen? Nothing along those lines. Yeah. So did these kids or did this person kick in the door to throw police off? Uh, I don't think criminals mm. are that smart. Probably not. So Randy at this point gets desperate and consults a psychic. Oh, dear Lord. Which I know you love. Oh, so fucking much. Oh, my um, God. I feel like, too. What two... was that one famous black lady that was? Cleo. Oh, my God, Miss Cleo. Yeah. But is then. She, is she still around? Didn't she get indicted or yeah, something? Yeah, for tax evasion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Sylvia Brown, who was on Monta Williams all the time. She passed. Though. She passed. And it came out, like, after she that passed she that she was full of shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's why, like. It's, I, 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 I don't know, because I'm not going to get into an argument with you about it. But when it comes to psychics calling in tips and stuff, I feel like it's the same comment every time. I can see your one eyeball and it's freaking me out. My one, um, my one eyeball? Yeah. Like I can, it's like you're staring at me over the microphone. Um, they always say. Water. Water. They're yeah. in water. Always, I feel I like they always see that. See a pond. So the Randy, water is running. Yeah, Randy and Derek were literally searching rivers. They they got waders and went into physically into multiple rivers to search for a body. Well, I mean, I think that's a, 
a smart thing to do anyways, regardless, but Fuck. you need a psychic to fucking tell well, you that? Well, well, so Randy almost, he almost died though, because he got caught in a current and got pulled under and almost drowned. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Because as we learned from another case, if waiters fill with water, mm-hmm. you're fucked. So a month after um, the disappearance, they started questioning everybody. Yeah. And everybody who had contact with Brian that night was asked to take a polygraph. Meredith took her polygraph and passed. Clint, on the other hand, refused to take, uh, quote, at least two polygraphs and got a lawyer immediately. Which I'm not knocking. We've talked about this before. But I feel like if... It makes you look guilty, but it is the smart thing to do. But why did he wait the whole... Why did he wait a month? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Like, because we've seen before where, you know, somebody goes missing and and the group of friends lawyer up the next day. Were the police putting the heat on him? No, they were interviewing everybody a month later. So he just... He lawyered up. uh, I don't know. I don't know. So... Now, this attorney thinks that, that Brian is alive. Okay. And he still says that. So, uh, Randy eventually got a private investigator by the name of Don Corbett, who reached out to attorney Neil Rosenberg. To He wanted to talk to him and his client, Clint. Rosenberg responded in an email to Don on September 22nd saying, quote, If Brian is alive, which is what I'm led to believe after speaking with the detective involved, then it is Brian, not Clint, that is causing his family pain and hardship. Brian should come forward and end this. To which I say, fuck you, dude. Yeah, it's a little harsh. Unless you have concrete fucking proof that he's still alive, how dare you say this? Yeah. Like, you're, really? Really? How disrespectful is that? Yeah, that's pretty harsh. So Corbett tried to find the detective that allegedly told him this, and the detectives obviously weren't talking to him. There were three detectives involved, so they don't know who made the comment to him. Um, So then Don Corbett emailed Clint, you know, to have an interview. And Clint responded uh, via email with, quote, while... While I appreciate any effort in trying to determine what happened to Brian that night, which you're full of fucking shit, you don't care, uh, I must decline your request. Any and all questions you have for me should be directed to my attorney, Neil Rosenberg. Wow. Period. Yeah. So, now, allegedly, Brian and Clint were involved in an altercation at the Ugly Tuna that night. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... There's no video footage of it. So it sounds like there weren't cameras inside the bar, just outside the bar. Um, And Meredith didn't say... That makes a world of difference, too. Right, right. And Meredith didn't say that they were in an altercation. Because you would think that they were in an altercation at the end of the night. Yeah. Because otherwise, why would they bar hop the rest of the night together? Hold on a sec. Stop cutting me off. I didn't cut you off. You are. Jesus, fuck. constantly talk over me. Um... The cameras inside the building, that makes a world of difference. Because now the freight elevator and all that stuff, like, they could have gotten into an altercation. He could have got killed inside the bar. Yeah. Are, are you done? I don't want to talk over you. <laughs> um, But I'm saying, like, nobody... One or two people said they were involved in an altercation. Meredith never said they were. I mean, and like I said, you have to assume it's at the end of the night. Otherwise, why would they spend the entire night together after they get into a fight? Yeah, true. So, <clears throat> and Meredith was with them. So she would have she would have seen it, yeah. I would think. Yeah. I don't know, though. I mean, it could have happened. It may not have happened. Uh, to me, that makes a world of difference, not having cameras inside. Oh, I bet. But they don't have cameras inside for a reason. They'd already been busted for oh, serving yeah. underage kids. Yeah, and, you know. exactly. Yeah. So, now Derek would say that Clint um, was kind of talking shit about Brian after he disappeared. Like, it was his own fault and yeah. yada yada. Just wasn't being very nice about the whole thing. So, it really led his family, Brian's family, to think that Clint knows more than what he's saying. Um, 
Alexis would call Brian's phone every night just to hear his voice on his voicemail. Yeah. And six months after he disappeared in September, she called his phone, same as normal. But this time, it rang three times. Now that's weird. Yeah. She said it scared the crap out of her. Yeah, which, that's weird. Yeah. So she immediately called Columbus Police, who then contacted Singular Wireless, who was his provider at the time. They said that it was most likely a computer glitch. Mm, how does a computer glitch like that? However, there was a very definitive ping on a tower in Hilliard, which we drove past today, by the way, yeah. uh, 14 miles from Columbus. Now, we did learn yesterday that after six months yeah. of an inactive phone number, mm-hmm. it's given to someone else. It's recycled. Now, Singular did that. I don't know if they do that, if they still do it. Yeah. I she don't was know specific, if... though. She said Singular. Right. So, right. Um, but that was the only time it rang and the only time it pinged. Like, it yeah, didn't happen again. That's weird. Because Columbus Police ringing, obviously tried calling him. The ringing doesn't freak me out because that... I, I don't know. It, it's the pinging. How how the fuck did it ping? That's not a glitch. That's not a I, glitch. I'm sorry. It's not a glitch. That's a fucking ping. That's a ping. Right. That's the thing. So, okay. It's a glitch that causes the phone to ring, which I don't know what kind of fucking glitch that would be, but right. I'm not a phone person. But a ping, a, a ping is a fucking ping. Yeah. Like those, you can't fake. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Now his phone was never recovered. So they, they never found his... His phone. Oh, huh. I guess my notes are done. Now, so, did, where the phone pinged, did they do like a search? There was nothing. Nothing. They didn't find his phone. They so didn't. So, a search. And you're yeah. Saying they found oh, nothing. the police went and searched the area where the ping was. Okay. Yeah. Found nothing. Absolutely nothing. Wow. So, he essentially. He disappeared. He he vanished with without a trace. Police went through um, the security footage because they were like, well, maybe he changed clothes with somebody. Yeah. But the police were very specific. Which, why would you do that? At right. Bar? Right. The, well, so we'll get into the theories. But the police were very clear in saying, no, no, we counted. The amount of people going in was this. The amount of people coming out was this. It was short one. So, like, they really, I mean, they really did the damn thing looking for him. Yeah. So, the theories, the first theory, since we, the whole changing of the shirt thing. Um, maybe Brian did run off to start a new life. Yeah. His mom had just passed. Um, he's yeah. trying to get through medical school. He now has a girlfriend who thinks he's going to propose. Yeah. Maybe he Go, did. Going to... Tijuana to and, fucking right. cockfight. And that's <laughs> what Clint knows. Clint helped him. Right. And that's what he knows, and that's why he's not talking. So that's one theory. No. That he brought clothes into the bar, and that's how he got out. So the next theory um, <clears throat> is that he committed suicide. In the bar? They don't know. There was a balcony on the bar. Um, what if he just did it in the bar and then like one of the one of the bus boys just eh, put him in a in a eh, bag, move him down, whatever. <laughs> right. yeah. So Steven Seagal's on my computer right now. Um, so the, it's some people yeah, allege that he committed suicide. So the problem with that is though they would have found him. Yeah, they would have found him at least by now. If, oh. I mean, with the dogs, they would have found him. Yeah. Where, where the fuck would he go to kill himself that they wouldn't have found him? Yeah, unless it's a really good fucking hiding spot, dude. Which, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's too much. Um, it's also alleged that he could have hurt himself at the construction site, mm-hmm. which, again, he would have been on I don't really believe. However, um, it was brought up last night. What if he's in cement? Yeah. And I literally just pulled it up here. What if he fell into a hole and they didn't look and they poured cement over him? Yeah, which could have. That's actually a, a very good possibility. But he would have been seen on the cameras. The construction site had several cameras. 
Yeah, but do they touch every area of the construction site? Yes. <sighs> um, You're stumping me. Baby. It's also alleged that he died somehow at the Ugly Tuna, whether whether it was something you know terrible or it was an accident, um, and the staff disposed of his body to avoid a lawsuit. That's one. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot to take in. But what about jumping though? It he even if he jumped head first, he probably would not have killed himself. Right. So but he would have hurt himself. Yeah. But what do you think he jumped and ran? Or jumped into another building. He would have been seen on camera. That's what I'm I'm saying. There are cameras literally every fucking inch of of the outside area. So anything that would have happened outside, him in the construction site, jumping off a balcony, jumping to another building, he would have been caught on camera. And he wasn't. What if he took the freight elevator and like no one has taken it and he's still in there? I mean, <laughs> fuck. Jesus. He's, he's a fucking mummy now. You're like, right. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Can man. you even Would, imagine? Wouldn't that be something? Wow. Now, I also saw on Reddit kind of uh, a combination of the two. Somebody yeah. theorized that maybe he did go to start a new life. Decided it wasn't something that he could do. Turned his phone on one last time before he killed himself. That's why it rang three times. Ah. Uh-huh. So, yeah. that could be something. That could be. Um, it's alleged that Clint killed him. It's alleged that Clint helped him run away. Everybody is saying, though, he knows more than he's saying. Right. Now, the I other... I think he is, too. He, he knows. He that. knows. The other theory, spoiler alert, is that he was a victim of the smiley face killer. Which we're going to cover. Which we're going to cover. So now the smiley face killings, we'll say that. It's um, a theory that multiple drowning deaths are related and have been committed by a serial killer or killers. Mm-hmm. He fits the MO. A hundred fucking percent. They go for young, athletic, successful, most of the time college students, college age, white men. He fits the fucking profile. Mm-hmm. Now, Columbus police decided that he did not, um, he was not a victim of the smiley face killer because with this, with that, the bodies wash up. The bodies are found yeah. in water. Now, I just found out that there was um, one death connected to the smiley face killers that they never found his body. Mm. So, this was not so a good idea. It's true. Right. So... He didn't wash up on water. Maybe that's the intention. Yeah. But he didn't for some reason. Yeah. So that's that's a theory. I mean, theory to the point when you Google smiley face killer, Brian Schaefer's name comes up. Oh, really? Yes. It's like third thing down, Brian Schaefer. Really? Yeah. So it it I mean, it's spot on. They're usually intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Um, have been drugged at some point. Um, a lot of the bodies were found with GHB. So he he really just, he fits the MO. That's crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll be doing the smiley face killer. Next. Yeah. I already started. Oh, okay. I did. All right. For, I knew we were going to be doing it soon. It's, but it's for Monica. Yeah, that's perfect. I'll yeah. go right into it. So, yeah. So that's our, uh, that's my segue. Until the next one, so that it could have been him. Um, there was also a sighting, uh, an alleged sighting of him <clears throat> at a store again, along with the convenience store. Um, the most prominent one, though, was in 2020. Uh, there was a homeless man seen in Tijuana, Mexico. Hey, who was alleged allegedly the spitting fucking image of him to the point that somebody saw him. And was like, fuck. Yeah. Like, this could be the same 
it could be him, yeah. 100%. So local authorities ended up working with the FBI and uh, used a facial recognition uh, program. Yeah. Uh, it took about four weeks, but yeah, the FBI ended up telling yeah, Columbus PD that it was not him. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Can you imagine like walking down the street and you're like, uh, you're dead. Like, yeah, you're supposed to be ah! you're supposed to be dead. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. So now, um, oh, Alexis this? is married, has her own family. Yeah. Derek is also married. Um, his dad, Randy, two years later died in a freak accident at home. There was a windstorm and a tree branch fell on him and killed him. What a way to go. What the, f- like, Dude. this poor guy. Yeah. His wife of, of 20, I think it was 30 plus years, passes, and three weeks later, his kid goes fucking missing. Dude. You know? Oh, so. That's fucking heart-wrenching. They don't know. Um, Clint is now uh, in microbiology at Vanderbilt University, uh, which we found out is in Tennessee, mm-hmm. and is not talking. Of He's course. not talking. Um, the, the private investigator flat out said he knows what happened and he's not telling us and he's the only key that we have. Yeah. There's, there's nothing. There's no evidence of literally anything happening. So that's why they're like, he, he knows and he's choosing to not tell us. Wow. So at this point, if you helped him run away to start a new life. Just say it. Rat him out now. Now's the time to rat him out. Yeah. Rat him out. What a... Who cares? Ran him out. Just say mm-hmm. it. Because all that's left is his brother. Yeah. When his dad died, somebody posted on his obituary page online, mm-hmm. Dad, I love you. And then it said, love Brian. And it said, U.S. Virgin Islands next to it. So they investigated the shit out of it. Yeah. And it was some fuckface in Ohio thinking he was being funny. Oh, what a dick. How is that funny? What a fucking dick. How is that funny? Why do you get pleasure out of that? Uh, some people do. Mm-hmm. So some people do. Everybody is convinced that that Clint knows something. The private investigator oh, flat out too. said he is the key to all of this. Yeah, he knows. But I, like I said, if he went off to start a new life, Alexis is married. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. His dad's gone. His brother's doing his own thing. Just yeah, yeah. I fucking helped him leave. He's yeah. been in Canada for twenty years. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. Because at this point, he had enough. He just he wanted to go. The way that he talks, because we all know that like refusing a poly and lawyering up makes you look guilty. However, it is the smart thing. It is the smart thing to do. One hundred percent. Why he waited a month, I don't know. But at at this point, though, like if you didn't do it and if you didn't have anything to do with it, nobody's ever going to believe that because of how you acted and are still acting. Right. You won't even say. I don't know what happened to him. Right. You're just saying nothing at all. You're saying you need to talk to my lawyer. Right. And his attorney is saying we have no comment other than we think Brian's alive. Right. So I'm, I'm very curious as to know what was said to him. If he's full of shit, you know, if, yeah. if anything was said to him at all. But I'm very curious what was said to him to make them believe that he's still alive. Yeah. Because the cops never released that theory. The cops were never like, we don't think he met with foul play. We think he ran away. And it, this got huge publicity. It went nationwide. Right. Don't you think at that point the police would be like, we don't suspect foul play. We think he left on his own accord. Yeah. He's a 27-year-old male. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Wouldn't they have said that? I, I would think so. I would think so. Because otherwise there's town panic now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So well, this one you really uh, you really stumped me because I I don't know I don't know if he left in the freight I don't know if he left in a fucking garbage bag. He went in alive and did not come out alive. That's what I think. Y- yeah, something happened at the bar. Yeah, that's exactly what I think happened. So, and I think if if it was that in fact that something happened at the bar, then somebody else has to know what happened because. I don't think Clint could walk out with a fucking garbage bag and not be seen. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. Not carrying a fucking six foot right. tall man. He's six foot and like 190 pounds. 
it's also um, alleged that uh, he got into an altercation with a band member for peeing too close to their equipment. Yeah. So, and the band's like, we don't, we don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, what? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. You couldn't confirm if there was a band or not. Some guy said in oh, here. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't confirm with the, the bar. Okay. With bar information. Okay. I couldn't confirm that, but people said that there was a band and he peed too close to the equipment and they denied seeing so him. So you're going to fucking kill him over that? Right. <clears throat> my fender man my fender stratocaster I mean, it is pee but uh, yeah. i don't know i guess i'm just used to pee yeah so i don't know i um, would be curious to know though because i i'll have to find the article because they, it's not it's not the band itself that is saying we didn't see him it was a source that said yeah you know the police talked to everybody including them and but I couldn't confirm. I also couldn't get onto MySpace. So yeah, I I tried going on MySpace. Oh, I would to love to go back to MySpace working. to like my MySpace. I'd never had one. Oh, I'd be great. Now you can get you I'd can be still afraid get to go on to yours. No, mine was please. Kelly did it, so mm. I didn't know how to do it at the time. You can still on a lot of these. You can um you can still get to like the the beginning of people's MySpace like. Yeah. The front page, and that's it. You can't really get past it. But yeah. so I don't know. Well, this He's one you, a, uh, you really stumped me on this one. So. I'm curious. I don't. I don't. I don't think this is something that we're ever going to find out. Yeah, I'll be interested in the smiley face killer, though. Oh yeah. Very interested in hearing that. It's so. um. I mean, realistically speaking, I, it's hard to say that that. That's not what happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. Because it's, it's, I mean, at this point, anything <clears throat> is possible. Because the Olentangy River goes right through Ohio State yeah. University. So, yeah. I mean, just because he didn't wash up, maybe they tied him down good enough. Yeah. Because with a few of the smiley face um, victims, they think that are victims of them, they were tied down. Mm-hmm. And they came up like they were in the water vertical. Yeah. So they had to have been tied down and came up. Yeah. Maybe he just didn't come up. Yeah. So. Well, this was a good one, babe. Yeah. This was good. So. Um. Yeah. I don't know, babe. Um, it's, um, this one, it's I'm it's stumped. literally been driving me nuts. And he, they have pictures of him on here, and he is he's very attractive, but the pictures scare the shit out of me why like i feel like he's staring through my fucking soul oh he probably is it's frightening i'm gonna have nightmares now because you said that and i can Mm -hmm. see your one eyeball and it's freaking me out Mm -hmm. but like you know they did an age progression photo and i can't look at that there's one selfie that they show of him that i i legit had fucking nightmares about really yes yes he's looking at you babe babe it solve me like Solve me. It's. I can't believe. You. I hate you. <laughs> you love me. I'm gonna have fucking nightmares tonight. You love me. That. He's looking into your fucking yeah. soul. Oh, he is a good looking. He guy. is. He has green eyes. Only two percent of the population has it. Mm. Me and Jax. Yep. But doesn't it look like he's staring right at you? Yeah. Like he follows you if you move the computer. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Okay. I can't stop. look at it. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta close it out. Like I can't see it. No, it, it legit like scares me. Yeah. All right. So well, this was a good one, uh, guys. That uh, like Monica. I'm sorry you got to hear this again, but I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this uh, this still... stumped me. Uh, I don't know what to think. I don't either. You know, I mean, if there wasn't as many cameras around, I would have probably more theories. But but every the inch. cameras debunked everything. See, and that's that's the only thing that like is hard to connect it with the smiley face killer. Then because it, unless the killer was in the bar, yeah, because there has been cases where it got like the whole plan got fucked up. Yeah, like they actually drugged a person, and then there was one that he was walking to an SUV and was getting ready to get in an SUV before his friend pulled up to pick him up. Oh, wow. So it could have happened inside the bar. Yeah, it, it could have. 
I don't. They could have. I don't know, but that would drive me crazy. There's no closure. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. I don't know. It's nuts. Yeah. Well, this was a good one, babe. I and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, next case will be the smiley face killers, which might be a two-parter. Ooh, maybe, maybe a two-parter. Maybe, okay. but I'll well, I'll make sure. And I know I always say this, but I'll try and get them done so we can like boom, boom, put them out. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, it might be a two-parter. I don't know. All right, I'll have to see. Well, guys, thank you very much for listening. Uh, please hit us up on social media. Give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're on, please. We enjoy that. Uh, you could message us mm-hmm. on, a, on Instagram, Facebook. I'm always on there. I enjoy seeing your messages. Yes. yes Patreon. Yes. Uh, Jamie is shitty answering messages. I am. I'm trash. I'm trash. <laughs> But thank you guys very much, and uh, we will be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye.